Namaste everyone. I welcome you all to this Guru Bodha session, an interactive session with Dr. M.B. Guru Raja sir and myself. Dr. M.B. Guru Raja sir is an uh, Ayurveda practitioner. <coughs> he is my Ayurveda teacher. He, he is a professor in an Ayurveda institute and also he runs Develop Endocare Ayurveda Treatment Center. He has uh, you know, medical experience in uh, practice and teaching for more than 20 years now. So he can be contacted uh, at Shumoga. Uh, he can be consulted with Shumoga. But if you are an Ayurveda practitioner and if you want uh, guidance for him to treat any disease, if you, if you are a patient and if you want to consult him directly, you can go to easyayurveda.com slash gururaja, G-U-R-U-R-A-J-A. So where you can you know pay fees and request for a consultation uh, or a video appointment with him uh, you know Guraj sir is very active in uh, cmes and you know the ayurveda doctor community activities so as in uh, my question to uh, dr guraja sir is that so it is very important not only to be a good practitioner and, and, and a good teacher and all but it is also very important to have one-to-one -one interaction with fellow ayurveda community members through uh, CMEs, seminars, uh, directly, sir. Definitely, that's the, the legacy which has been uh, shared by our Acharyas. That's what they have communicated and they have given guidelines to us. Uh, very clearly, they have mentioned Vaidya Samoha Nissam Shekaranam, Tadvidya Sambhasha Buddhivardhananam. So, these two points are very clearly suggest that meeting a fellow friend and sharing our experiences and listening to their um, experiences so definitely it will enhance our experience as well as which gives a boosting knowledge as well as a booster dose for our confidence to practice so that's the reason and you want to update and keep update our knowledge as well as the tradition has to fall in line and it has to be taken care of so continued medical education is one of the part of it. I mean, one of the things that I really admire about you is that, you know, whenever you post a, a case presentation in a, uh, in a WhatsApp group or whenever somebody asks for your treatment, you're very upright regarding this is the pre uh, symptom presentation. This is what I analyzed. And these are the exact medicines and exact treatments that you gave. Uh, some other practitioners kind of withhold that. They do not feel it like sharing with others though there uh, it, it's very unique for you but you know unfortunately many people have kind of secretive behavior and they do not want to share see if our uh, earlier acharyas our gurus if they have kept these information as a secret one then we would not have received these things so they have given for the benefit of the mankind so then why i don't want to whenever i have information it is my duty to share it and pass it on to the next generation. Definitely, it will not only improve the standard of Ayurveda and the efficacy of Ayurveda, as well as the, it also improves the importance and even the confidence of the practicing physicians. And definitely, when a person with experience speaks about certain things, definitely it gives a supporting knowledge and it gives a confidence to practice. And the same thing can be imbibed as well as it might be even practicing their uh, setup. So that type of thing definitely will not only boost their morale, but also it gives a confidence that we can handle any number of cases or any such cases. So that's the reason we need to share whenever the things are there. And of course, if a given set of condition, 
if i am trading at my place and i am getting result it is my duty to see that if the same set of combination if it is somewhere in across in other part of the world or somewhere it is been uh, happening if another doctor also uses the same combination with exactly with the same same type of situation if he also gets the results what i have received or i have developed then definitely it is in a multi centric trial of the things which is told in ayurveda this is one of the important issue that we need to understand we need to say that see i am using these these drugs on that condition i am getting this particular information and i am getting these results when i am getting these results why don't you try it at your place at your condition or your case if you get a same result then it is definitely add on to the information and if in any contrast if it is there then we can have a once again a churning and we can even come out with any finer suggestions corrections or course corrections what it is so it's always better that we should have a multi centric trials so here this is another method of having a multi centric trial because if a person or a team is doing a multi centric trial they may have a some coordinated effort and they'll have some typical type of controls over the population and the selection criteria and all those things but when these type of uh, very loosely we are sharing the information with uh, our colleagues and friends and they are using in their conditions then there will not be restrictions and they may take into consideration that when a treating condition may be slightly varies then also we'll get uh, some information of after treating those type of diseases so that's why i always believe in sharing and i don't keep anything as a secret in this i don't want to keep it because it is it has to be passed down to the next next generation then only the things will be running uh, that's so, so kind and uh, so kind of you and you know kind of ideal role model to follow and also when uh, when an senior as a practitioner uh, like yourself when you talk about this medicines and the treatment combination and all not only it will give us a, as an idea regarding okay i mean in this 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 is this can be chosen these medicines can be chosen it also i mean looking into i mean as an ayurveda practitioner myself when when i see a prescription from some other doctor we can also get a hint regarding why uh, that has been selected so it's kind of a reverse engineering so through those medicines and through those treatments which type of agni which type of kosta uh, which type of srotas which particular organ organ have been uh, you know targeted uh, and all so it's not just the medicine but it's also kind of understanding the giving the information regarding the medicines and treatments will also help us to think okay this is not available so what are the other medicines which have similar ingredients that are available so it it really makes us to think and also for the new ayurveda practitioners who come out uh, even in india and also outside you know they they know the sampratti they know other things but only one thing that many of us lack is the art of picking the right medicines uh, in the right disease condition so uh, you know sharing uh, sharing information uh, you know with full set of medicines and treatments by seniors helps helps and encourages the young ayurveda doctor to uh, you know pick up the right medicines bravely so then definitely that is the reason we need to uh, go for because in ayurveda materia medica if you just look into the yoga and combinations we have got more than 25000 and above odd yogas and many of them are not been even touched or explained or explored so that type of situation we are passing through so it's our duty to whenever we are using it and of course 
uh, not always all the type of yogas and combination we do get every places across the globe uniformly so there may be certain yogas which may be very popular in uh, india may not be used uh, available in uk or it may be not be available in ussr i mean usa or it may be due to some uh, legal constraints and uh, practice uh, restrictions where you cannot use an anamedicine of ayurveda and may uh, maybe may not be some supplier or shipment is not possible to england or something like that so there there be a wide range of issues will be there so that's why whenever we come out with certain drugs and combination this is are been used always we try to select a, a sannikarsha means one which is very very near to the situation which is demanding and required but many times it so happens that the particular combination or a particular company or a particular product is not available then we will go for the better alternative because this concept is also told by our acharyas in the name of substitution pratinidhi dravyas has been explained very long back when there is particular drug is not available we can choose it in some other drug so this is a very beautiful concept which is explained in ayurveda so we need to understand this concepts and we need to carry on this legacy and we need to keep on sharing the information then only the things will grow and similarly in um, and moreover and front of a physician treating physician a patient is sitting and that patient whatever the information passes on to the doctor it is a first hand information to the doctor and doctor will be a right person in front of him to decide which is the best medicine whatever the combinations we may choose and we may give a suggestion on all these things it becomes only a secondary level information it cannot be exactly the first level information the first level information has to be decided by using the yukti and the knowledge of the treating physician accordingly he has to select and make a choices so while choosing it of course if um, some other information is available from the experienced persons or from the books or from the research definitely that should be taken care of and it should be utilized so that will gives a definitely a morale boosting type of material and sometimes maybe in a complex situation you may using a very beautiful combinations as told by other acharyas or some other treating physician who got success in that particular type of case so definitely such information has to be used in order to have a success in the treatment yeah and regarding my small experience with the cmes and seminars as my teacher during the bms times you always encourage us to you know go to different different seminars i remember attending a shota conference in mysore and uh, uh, this uh, atrimed had uh, conducted a seminar in uh, bangalore so we went with with you and you uh, guided us so we also went to cochin uh, uh, world ayurveda congress number 1 in cochin and these these were the like the my uh, you know we were learning ayurveda and all but how to apply it what are the different areas in which we can go all those information we were getting through these seminars we were meeting lot of ceos of big companies mds managing directors and ceos of big companies established practitioners celebrity practitioners uh, to the likes of yal mahadevan and what not so we we were exposed to everyone and we were you know each seminar and each cmes gave a lot of confidence uh, you know to me so one word of my advice would be to the you know budding ayurveda students and also to practitioners to attend as many seminars and cms as possible and in one of the such seminars in uh, uh, which was held in uh, bangalore I, i i was looking into this uh, you know himalaya executives and you know the presenters from himalaya company who were you know so elegantly 
explaining regarding the products and all. And there only I met one of my seniors, Dr. Vishwanath, who was doing MD by Shijay Kalpana in Koppa. So through him, I got a hint that, okay, it, it can be done, MD can be done. Uh, even after BMS, I was not sure to get into MD. So with this clue, I, uh, so I met him there and we got, I got an idea that, you know, okay, we can do MD. So uh, all these, we, we, we may not be in a position to know everything every time. So attending these CMEs and seminars is very helpful to create better ideas in mind, which may, which in future may uh, get matured and it may drive your career into an entirely new path. Definitely. See, when we are able to get the taste the success, definitely will it will boost our morale. And soon after that success, when you display those informations and the success stories, automatically there will be a typical type of or similar type of patients flowing in. When you then you will be exposed to number of uh, cases. And that will increase your experience in handling those cases. So that definitely gives a very good um, path and as well as a very good uh, vista for you to create your own space. And that's what we, we should do it. When we able to do that set of things in a particular diseases, then definitely people will run to us with that type of uh, cases. And definitely that you may become a referral doctor or a doctor with some excellence. And that type of attitude has to be, you know, you should inculcate in the youngsters to develop such things. And of course, being a seniors, we need to share whatever the experience, what we have earned. And because we have been uh, blessed with these things from our seniors and our gurus, and that has to be passed on to the next generation. That's what I believe in. So that has to be done. So, so to, to do, done, do that and to get that information, that is a CME or even some seminars or workshops and symposias, all these that things are very, very essential. That has to be taken place. That's what even Ayurveda has said in the previous um, times also. The similar types over there and it has been called as Rishi Parishad. There are seven such Rishi Parishad has been explained in Charaka Samhita at various places. That's about the conglomeration or the uh, assembly of these uh, Acharyas. They sit together and discuss on a particular topic and they'll do a lot of uh, arguments and charcha and all those things. Then ultimately they'll come up with a solid baseline uh, assumption and a complete clear concept about a particular topic. So that's the reason we need to attend the CMEs as well as such type of activities. Reading and even participating in research activities or even sharing the information. Uh, when publishing the success stories, uh, writing the article in peer-reviewed journal and reading the articles and all these things definitely will initiate the um, uh, researcher inside us to go for and provoke us to go, go for new new things and a new combinations of uh, diseases as well as a new combination of drugs. So that's the reason we need to understand this. Uh, participating in a CME is one of the important criteria because it not only helps us to increase our knowledge, it also helps and gives an opportunity to share the things and learn the activity. That's the information what we can get it from the CMEs. So it is better. And there are many people are there working in different uh, parts and different um, areas. Many times uh, we, we may not have seen such type of patients in our practice. If you get information, then it boosts us, uh, our morale and our uh, courage to treat such type of patients when we get a chance. So that's the reason we need to attend such things and as a seniors we need to share the information 
as easily as possible that the young generation can pick it up in the right sense speaking about the conferences uh, uh, that were happening in the times of charasamita uh, the number of rasas uh, how they you know, how everyone came up uh, you know their own opinions regarding number of rasas and how it was concluded that that, that there were six rasas so it's a wonderful thing probably we will hear that that narration from you in one of the future classes so coming back to our agenda of the day is the art of case taking and yeah i mean so, someone uh, we were talking a lot i mean we have talked about case taking in two of the previous uh, guru brother sessions or somebody wanted kind of a you know real case study so guruja sir has been kind enough to uh, present it Uh, can you please explain uh, this case and how why you wrote all these things and can you please uh, guide us through this sir? see uh, very uh, very important thing is uh, roginama that is a name we need to have uh, identification so there will be some mrd number that is medical record uh, registration number and medical record document number then uh, age of the patient has to be kept in mind because it gives a lot of information about uh, the type of uh, agni you may be and uh, what is the position of uh, doshas in him because he is in madhyavastha and all these things then linga that is a uh, sex age in mean, uh, whether it is a male female and all these type of things then dharma and jati here in this case is a hindu that which gives an idea that whether is uh, based on that many times a business dharma and jati we can try to conclude that there will be you know Uh, type of his uh, food habits and uh, food patterns and everything can be understood and of course uh, his uh, shikshana means it's uh, his uh, what do you call um, education qualification in this particular case he was a graduate and uh, business is doing a cloth business and uh, is located in shimoga then what was his presenting complaints uh, at the time when he came to me it was a dry scaly lesions on the lower back associated with itching since many years so this is his complaint dry scaly lesions on lower back associated with itching since many years and the lesions are having irregular margin and shape and some patches are itchier so he has having a very discrete patches here and there on the back and even the lower limb and everywhere but it is irregular in shape it is no regular pattern or uniform pattern on scratching the scales easily peels off leaving behind reddish bleeding spots and many patches were itchier so that itchy patch many times on scratching uh, it leaves behind the scales easily and uh, becomes a bleeding spots and also he has a low appetite and a constipation since many months and he also has painful bilateral ankle joints associated with swelling since 7 years so 6 to 7 years since that it's having uh, continuously there is an uh, aggravation of these conditions so when i took the details of his and then uh, he said that he was uh, very almost normal up to 25 years of his age but later uh, find some find he developed some skin lesions on the back as a spots with itching and of course on the both the anterior tibial surface bilaterally he thought it's an allergy and he took some antihistamine tablet over the counter and that temporarily got relief but since then every year it is slowly the lesions are getting aggravated and particularly during stressed out times and winter times so during those times usually his condition is becoming worst 
so this is what uh, is the um, previous uh, things and then purva chikitsa treatment treatment history since last 6 years he has taken several medications as condition is continuously aggravating so of course sometimes partial benefits and sometimes no benefits then kulavittanta uh, any family history supporting nothing significant as all the family members are said to be healthy as per his uh, conditions i mean his uh, history then i of course it's a presenting complaint is a very dominantly a skin disease so i straight away went into for skin pariksha or the twacha pariksha then first thing what we need to understand is varna wherever that lesion is there what is the varna of that lesion so we have got many words we, we which we use in our classical text that is krishna shweta tamra aruna neela rakta pita harita shyama these are the varied colors of black white coppery red and even bluish or even reddish or yellowish or greenish something even something like that so all these type of color has been mentioned so in this case what are the things i could identify i have highlighted with yellow i have highlighted with yellow color that is in this case the krishna lesion were little bit blackish and some places it was tamra or with a tinge of tamra and of course when the person scratching it and leaving it off leads to raktavarna and of course at some places where there is no itching and lesions are not scaly and they have turned into shavavarna so it's a variegated color of krishna tamra rakta and shav almost you can say it mishravarniya so when the color comes like this and when these things krishna shava rakta tamra all these things are there we can an- analyze from these that the dosha involved is either pitta or vata so these are the at first level then comes vistara how much it is spread it is a madhyama when is compared to entire is body area if we check it up the extension of the spread it is it can be taken as madhyama okay because alpa vastu madhyama vastu maha vastu we say it's madhyama somewhat okay then what are the stana where it is actually spread all over the lower back both the legs below the knee joint so it is entirely in those areas then akara what is the shape it is a discrete variegated irregular margin no uniform shape so it is typically of that nature then swarupa what type of vrana or something like skin condition is it it is ruksha khara parusha very hard to touch and very powdery in nature and dry in nature and sputana yukta cracks are also seen so it's a nature of skin so if you observe that so it's very clearly khara parusha ruksha sputana typically vata all the qualities are generated due to vata then any pidaka varnana is there in this condition there was no pidakas so there is no question of any pidaka varnana so further moved on to that then comes sparsha by touching is there any changes are there it is ushna sparsha shita sparsha so in this case it was shita sparsha there is no inflammatory signs or ushnata was not there and vedana purna there are little bit of pain was there because he used to scratch and that area becomes bleeded and uh, minute ulcerations and of course some are infected so that's why there will be pain 
then comes that what type of pain pain is alpha it is not a tevra or madhyama it's only alpha so then comes what the category of pain whether it is todha vedha cheda vedana pidana in this case the patient was unable to describe what type of pain it is so he said there is a pain so i kept it as it is then there is no daha in this case and srava when he continuously scratches it then there is a little bit of srava that is rakta srava so there is nothing but any other srava due to disease it is only after scratching it heals in a bleeding then what type of the quality of the srava it is only alpa srava it is not madhyama srava or bahu srava it is not excessively oozing it's only fine bits of hemorrhages then of course in this case there is no question of any gandha and of course kandu this is one of the important uh, symptom for this he has come it was a itching tevra kandu is tevra itching so it is severe and kandu uttara raktasrava when there is a kandu he goes on scratching it and there will be bleeding then comes any other lakshanas then asvedana was the one thing in this type of patient uh, we see that perspiration takes a back seat and usually perspiration doesn't takes place in a in a prominently normal way so the patient will always say there will be no sweating as such so these are the lakshanas and these things so then based on this what may be the sampratti vigatana what we can do it so very typically when you observe the lakshanas it is a vata there is a gunatmaka vruddhi ruksha is there parushata is there so it is two important characters of vata then similarly there is a gunatmaka vruddhi of kapha which leads to kandu and of course shitha these gunas are there so when you look at these ruksha parusha kandu shitha and all these things very typically it is vata kafaja tvakvikara we can take it as then what is the shrotas involved rasa that is tvak rakta and mamsa these are the areas where we are getting the information then dushya what are the targeted uh, tissues which are been hampered with these doshas this is rasa rakta sveda lasika these are the areas lasika sveda rasa rakta these are hampered then what can be the shrota dushti we can take it here we can take it as sangha there is no ati pravrutti and there is no vimarga gamana and it is a typical type of blockage for the vata and kapha so it can be taken as sangha then what is the mala which is involved the sveda is involved because it has to come out but it is not coming out so that is a sveda then udbhavasthana if you think about from where it is happening the udbhavasthana is is amashaya because it is been whatever the food he consumes is and the condition is started in starting in the form of ama from the amashaya and it is vaktasthana is tvak means skin conditions and vyadhi avastha is as his own uh, history tells many years so it is a jirna vyadhi a chronic disease then what is the vyadhi marga it is typically a bahya roga marga then any upadravas are there yes he was having sandhi bandhan and sandhi ruja then what may be the vavachchedaka nidana looking at these lakshanas and all these things we can think that it is kitibakushta ekakushta or mandalakushta but mandalakushta comes under mahakushta and it is mahasravi so it cannot be mandala kitibakushta is a kina kar, um, parusha um, is one powdery material be there but 
here ekakushta suits asvedana mahavastu and kanduyukta so if you to look into these things i make this as a very minister soryasis or ekakushta asvedana mahaswatu mahavastu and kanduyukta so very typically it is ekakushta then other lab investigation in this case was is his hemoglobin was 11.5 grams definitely when a patient of chronic skin condition will tend to lose some is one and even uh, his body we have observed that hemoglobin level will be somewhat below the normalcy and another important thing was is rf factor was positive is rf factor was positive and esr is 48 mm per hour and crp is 18 mg per liter so when you look into this factor rf factor positive and uh, psoriasis if any modern diagnostic has to be done then it has to be it is called as usually psoriatic arthritis so usually it is called as uh, psoriatic arthritis so you know in this case patya and apatya definitely a supachya a very easily digestible material agni vardhana one which simulate the agni such ahara like rice gruel kichdi dalia dal these are basic food stuffs which across india we use it that should be taken care and that should be used without any much masala and oil into that so this is patya for these type patients and of course divasopna and ratri jagarana both are apatya to this patient divasopna is a day sleeping ratri jagarana is night awakening both are not acceptable and it is apatya to these type patients along with that all deep oil fried items maida items fermented items are spicy foods all these to be avoided even the non vegetarian diet here there is a assumption how can we in the western world where is non vegetarian diet is the staple diet how can we do it of course i do agree with that but there are way of making non vegetarian foods what i have seen in indian conditions most of the non vegetarian stuffs are cooked in such a manner that excess spice and oils are mixed into that and it is made at a hot spicy things and such hot spicy non vegetarian diets are not at all suitable for this condition whereas in uh, european and american uh, presentation sometimes uh, some raw meat is also some with uh, smoked or some baked in all along without putting any masala and anything to that uh, that can be taken care of that depends on the area and location and of course uh, the food habits of those patients of that area had to as be keep in mind with yukti you can analyze whether to give or not to give so in this case i have in the indian conditions i have said non not to take non vegetarian foods as well as even the eggs pickles fish are to be avoided and any whey protein cheese curd yogurt they are also apatya because they are all abhishandhi karaka and they increase the kandu and even this one then comes the part of it as i have decided the psoriasis or the ekakushta treatment part shodhana chikitsa because it's a chronic condition there is a dosha utpat uh, is dosha is of much of higher quality or the maximum uh, vishesan is there so i have suggested the patient to go for vamana chikitsa so in that vamana there is a purva karma abhyantara sneha pana we have suggested to him for 7 days in an increasing order approximately 200 to 250 ml of oil i mean grita is consumed 
in this case i have used panchatikta gugulu grutha i uh, started with the 20 ml in the morning and uh, goes on increasing day by day depending upon his uh, capacity to digest it and followed by empty stomach and that ushnajana um, pana is also given panchatikta gugulu grutha started um, in 20 ml net quantity 250 ml in 7 days totally roughly in 7 days then comes bahya snehana so abhyanga with kutaja taila and brahad dantapala taila we have used this one for 7 days then followed by bashpasveda for 7 days if one sitting it is just 15 to 20 minutes per session not more than that then comes a pradhana karma on the 8th day akantapana with up to the neck full i used to go with the estimadu fanta and sugarcane juice plus milk as a combination and a rotation full capacity then in between we may usually give a kalka which is prepared out of madana phala honey and sindavalamana combination of course even sometime vacha is also added to that and uh, this is uh, this will induce a typical uh, vamana maybe for uh, five times or six times or 10 times depending upon the water the type of shuddhi we need to get whether it is a pravara shuddhi or avara shuddhi or madhyama shuddhi accordingly then after the proper vegas or over then usually we go for haridra and guggulu grutha dhumrapana for the shesha dosha nirahana that purpose we used to usually go it because it will give a very clear cut uh, suppression to the kapha which leads to itching conditions when we do this one automatically things will be settled down then comes a paschat karma on the 9th 10th and 11th day usually we depending upon the agni of the patient we use it manda peya vilepi yusha kichidi in samsajana karma as per the agni this uh, manda is uh, totally um, uh, rice water mande karito sikte karito manda there will be not even a single sikta in that peya is sikta samanvita it is a very watery gruel vilepi is also comparatively much thicker like that we make a person to use that this type of uh, preparations one by one depending upon the agni kala and agni then after once he at attain normal agni capacity and he can able to consume the normal food then we follow the shamana chikitsa so in this uh, shamana chikitsa i have opted for this capsule proskin 202 before food then gugula chitta kashaya 10 ml thrice a day after food kadirarista 15 ml thrice a day with equal quantity after food then capsule atrisor 202 after food then kutaja thailand brad dantapala thaila as external application and soralin soap for bathing so this gives a totally a package of treatment and a total protocol and usually with these other things a patient settle down within a one month will get a very convincing results as well as even a patient you know he will also satisfied and itching will be reduced and this uh, case um, particularly which i discussed now is in uh, in treatment under my treatment for this condition since last 10 years i hope so and of course every winter a little bit uh, aggression will be there and he go for particularly he comes with sharad ritu every time one virechana he takes and sometimes in vasant ritu he takes one vamana and he goes on managing and is a very bishagvashya patient and is now the conditions are at most settled and occasionally now and then he gets some itching so but it is manageable so this is the way we can treat any condition 
with uh, certain uh, pro concepts of ayurveda which is explained and of course uh, very wonderful drugs which have been explained in ayurveda uh, th- thank you very much sir lot of, lot of lessons to learn there so first one is that you have a kind of a definitive framework so that will help uh, to cover you know, important points not to forget the points uh, so having uh, you know, headlines and you know subtopics uh, well written ahead makes us to think clearly which dosha is, is getting aggravated which are the datus etc so that becomes very important sir to have these headings in a model case sheet definitely if uh, all these it's what usually i follow in case of uh, skin diseases which one of the case sheet i have just given for you because it is a handwritten case sheet i made it just typed for you people otherwise it will be in a handwritten thing everything will be in this format so this gives us a very clear idea that uh, where to go what should be concentrated and what should be taken care of and how to document the things and how to that document has to be presented that gives a idea of of course there is a still lot of uh, scope is there to improvise these case sheets also one can even improvise based on their requirement yes and another interesting thing that the history of previous illness and all like you have written it very detailedly elaborately as if a story so that you know it will be recorded and you know whenever we need we can go back and read it and understand sometimes i make this mistake of like reading, uh, writing uh, writing in in a kind of code language in using shortcuts sometimes i forget you know why i have written what i have written so clear sentences patient has explained so uh, you know recording that uh, you know history of previous illness and family history and all it gives a lot of hint towards right diagnosis and right approach for treatment definitely this is a basic thing need uh, we have to make it because um, whenever we come across uh, so many people uh, scientific community the what the, the basic opening statement what we observe about our science is pseudo science and then comes the important thing is that when poorly documented we don't document our cases because of these bombardings i have received through my education time i have made myself that it has to be documented so i try to whenever i get it particularly skin cases i'll take a photographs and i'll keep on um, uploading and keeping in my drives and that gives me a very good confident even i have many times when i taken with a date will be there and i'll check with the new uh, and compare it then very clearly which suggests that the, how the things are changed over a period of 15 days or one month or two months or five years so all these things are very interesting and definitely it is in a important medical evidence that we need to keep everybody has to follow this then that will be definitely giving a good scope for establishing our science in a present scenario and present um, situations and also in a typical case of uh, uh, like psoriasis as in this case how frequently would you go for vamana virachana like once in a year only or once in 6 months how frequently sir usually once a patient approaches me for the first time i'll go one or the other variety depending upon the lakshana which is very highlighted in that particular uh, visit so based on that if it is a severe kandu is there then i'll go for vamana if it is um, dryness is there severe dryness and all this sir then i will i won't go for any of the um, shodhana karmas many a times 
if there is a redness and tamravarna and pustules are also associated with that in such conditions i'll go for virechanam that is one my uh, thought process and of, of how i do it then second thing is many a times it so happens that a patient approaches to me in a particular time of a year so based on that particular time of a year i select the shodhana procedures if the patient approaches during vasanta rutu whatever may be the condition then if it is suitable then i'll go for if it is a vamana yogya purusha then i'll go for uh, vamana karma and the patient reaches to me during um, sharad rutu and patient is uh, virechana yogya then i'll go for virechana uh, preparations and many a times the patient may not be sufficiently strengthful and even when sometimes maybe financially not sound maybe not interested for shodhana karmas but want to get rid of the itching and all those things then they will ask for sir you just give me some medicine for a time being let me take a decision to go for shodhana or not in future then straight away i many a times i go for shamana karmas shamana aushadis all these things are there and of course it depends on what type of patient mentality and their financial capacities and everything will count have you ever considered uh, if you were about to go for elaborate vamana or virechana but patient was not uh, cooperative so you have you ever considered like quick vamana or quick virechana uh, sadhya vamana sadhya virechana that can be done usually um, may be done but i know i never go for it if i want to go it go it for a totally a classical one and if you are not willing to go for that one then why you want to go for a short type of or then you know curtailed way of doing it led thing has to be done according to the classical text which is said very stringently to get the results if you are not willing for vamana uh, virechana then better you take shamana aushadis for a longer duration they also yield the results it may take some more time that's the reason one of the things that i have observed in you is that you are very clear in terms of whether to go for one thing or not like there are no shortcuts or anything like in one of the previous classes you were explaining that you know if you give a medicine patient has to take it just because it is proprietary patient has does not have a right to kind of you know ask you to you know uh, replace and even in the case of like vamana virechana will go for full or you will not go you will go for shamana and also in the case it also like there are no shortcuts like it's everything is detailed so you never take shortcuts and go for uh, you know a proper wide approach see very simple reason if you if you go for a shortcut it will cut you short many a times i have observed if people those who have done that type of shortcuts in some other doctors they tend to come and say that if i suggested them go for omana virechana they say sir we have already taken sir we have been already gone for this sir then i ask them how many days how you have taken it then they will say about this sadhyomana sadhyavirechana and all those things maybe sadhyomana sadhyavirechana time being which gives you a little bit of relief in the symptoms but if you want as per the, my observation if that in that case and a patient it is doshik vishayashan is too much then it has to be considered as bahudosha javyadi then you have to go for a classical method of shodhana if you are not interested then you go for a shamana then it may take much more time that's it results will not be there there is no such hard and fast thing but the results will be there but results may be delayed so if you are ready for such a delay then go ahead with that 
otherwise you accept what i am saying and you should have a belief in me that when i am deciding this one you should cooperate with that that is the one this basic uh, what i expect from a patient that is bishak vashyata he should follow the instructions given by the patient i mean doctor if doctor says it has to be done like this if you are willing you do it if you are not willing then don't go it go for a shamana chikitsa that's fine no issues and also i mean this shortcut mentality has seen with some of the ayurveda practitioners so if you are keeping on agreeing with uh, you know all if you are keeping on making the patient comfortable by compromising on our treatment methods or uh, and you know changing the medicines based on patient's preferences and if you keep on like shortcutting the panchakarma and all like over a period of time it becomes kind of a unwanted habits in the practitioner's mind which will make him you know which will not make him which will not bring them lot of success so that bad habit also needs to be avoided and we should be like elaborate and you know following proper protocols see following a proper protocol is with the anticipation of getting a good results when we are anticipating a good result we need to follow the things which is told by our acharyas but many times it so happens that in a practice there are constraints we do understand that there are constraints but particularly that the financial constraints many times makes us to avoid these situations uh, protocols of course sadhya vamana sadhya virechana i am not against to that but we need to understand that sadhya vamana and sadhya virechana can also bring down the symptoms marginally and give can can give instantaneous some sort of relief i do agree with that but why i i don't go for such things means this type of cases these are chronic cases suffering from many many years why i want to give him a very short period some relief just to want to show that the ayurveda works no the disease nature is like that it is tend to remain for a longer duration kushtam dirga roganam all skin diseases tend to remain for a longer duration then he is supposed to go for the things which i am suggesting i try to convince them so this is the method you have to follow this is the thing you have to go it and mean uh, to follow it and if you do it then there will be result otherwise if you want to have because recently also one of uh, case which i posted in the tcr of the group where that uh, female with having a psoriasis uh, she is, uh, is uh, taking that medicine since uh, 4 months but by the time she is already fed up with that she is uh, not interested to consume the bitter medicines she is asking me going on asking me that uh, change to some other medicine change to some other medicine i said i can't this is the medicine it has to be consumed in this way if you consume it the things will be settled down are you not satisfied with the results she said yes i am satisfied with the result when you are satisfied with the result then why you don't want to take it um bahut kasht hota hai it is very difficult to take it it is bahut bitter hai all these things are of course then i said see these are the medicines are bitter and this bitter principle that is tiktarasa is doing giving the the wonderful result so you need to take that one then she said uh, i will take it for 15 days then by taking 15 days medicine she will complete those 15 day medicine by 38 day and then she will delay the things because of this this are quite happen common in practice for that sake if you are just going on changing the medication and according to their need and things if you are giving it then at one fine day we ourselves will be confused whether i am doing right or wrong whether the result achieved is real or uh, i say placebo so all these things will come out of that so it is better 
to stick on to our own protocols which we have um, fixed for these type of diseases better to follow it any alteration it has to be yukti purvaka according to the yukti of physician treating physician one has to do it so uh, going quickly to the comments here yeah nowadays even webinars are also very helpful uh, dr savitri ji has written yeah i i myself try to you know uh, thankfully most of the webinars are uploaded into youtube so i try to attend uh, as much as possible but live webinars uh, live seminars are way better because it's kind of an experience we are totally immersed and it can, it is kind of interactive and uh, jo, jo marie ji has explained very informative we'll definitely go back and study the details of the things so thank you very much for all the participants for your active participation thank you so much guraja sir for you know presenting the case sheet uh, and you know guiding us through thank you thank you all thank you one and all